platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Challenged by the global pandemic, the healthcare industry is embracing artificial intelligence at a faster pace. So using deep learning to learn from the top experts and provide that expertise through AI algorithms to hospitals thus benefit general public. Cross-border e-commerce has quickly become one of the brightest spots in the global economy. Chinese companies are taking the lead. Target a higher-end segment of the market and move the cross-border e-commerce industry to the next level. The new ways people are entertained means big money. People are using more and more uh, smartphones, so I see the greater trend of people enjoying more online entertainment. Join us this week to explore the underlying trends of consumption and to detect the new pillars of China's economy. The COVID-19 pandemic is the worst public health crisis in a century. It's left no corner of the world untouched and has slowed the growth of all economies. However, it has also gotten people to think about how to rise above the crisis and accelerate change and innovation particularly in the healthcare industry. Information was started uh, early 2016. Our mission is to use AI deep learning to improve human life globally. Uh, we are very grateful to witness the amazing growth of AI healthcare industry since uh, 2015. Uh, what we are doing is uh, using the deep learning technology to learn from the top experts and provide that expertise through AI algorithms to hospitals in large cities, in smaller cities, and in rural areas. Thus bring a great benefit to general public. Vantage Market Research estimates that the global AI healthcare market will reach 96 billion US dollars by 2028, up from less than 7 billion dollars in 2021. That includes a compound annual growth rate of 46.1%. China has been shifting faster than many countries in medical AI from research to implementation due to a big edge in medical data holdings and low costs. AI is widely used in healthcare to help doctors analyze scans and images, improving the speed and accuracy of their diagnoses. It also helps with patient management and research, as well as patient experiences. So we all know uh, to really train a doctor uh, is a very long process. Not only uh, the doctors will go through very rigorous medical training, they also have to be trained on the job for many years. However, with AI, we can learn from the top doctors in AAA hospitals, and we can learn from their expertise and uh, extract that knowledge and insight into an AI algorithm. And then we can apply that AI algorithms to new patients' imaging data and to give uh, early stage screening, diagnostic, uh, and also be assistant to doctors. Big money has flowed into medical AI as large internet companies and startups battle for a slice of the market. Omdia Research says that in 2020 alone, Chinese startups attracted $1.4 billion in financing, compared with $2.4 billion by their American counterparts. The two nations accounted for 90% of global investment in medical AI startups. 
A recent report by McKinsey estimated AI could create $25 billion of value for the healthcare industry in just three domains, including drug discoveries. This big push to integrate AI in healthcare started with China's release of the Mega Plan, Healthy China 2030, in 2016. Over the years, Chinese consumer awareness of staying healthy has evolved quickly. As many as 300 million people made fitness a major part of a healthy lifestyle by 2021, the fitness market has been growing at 10% each year, exceeding $117 billion of valuation. It's more flexible to come here, especially for me. I have long work hours. Some gyms close at 10, but that's when I get off work. So a 24-hour gym is good for me. Working in a gym is a full-time job, but training other people through the Internet is more flexible. I don't have to be in the gym all the time when I work on my phone. However, the pandemic has redefined the fitness market as people opted for home exercises. Just like this young woman in eastern China's Jiangsu province. I used to run at night, but that got more and more restrictive because of the weather. And with the pandemic, I couldn't run outside every day. This running machine is very light and small. I can follow a coach on a live stream. Such a shift has pushed up sales of fitness equipment. This Hangzhou-based treadmill producer said its sales have skyrocketed and expects them to hit $180 million. The Chinese version of TikTok, Douyin, recently ignited a wave of fitness enthusiasm with the wild popularity of Liu Genghong, or Will Liu's live streams. Every day from 7.30 p.m., a 90-minute session with Liu and his wife Vivi Wang attracts up to nearly 4 million viewers. When we had some 10,000 or 20,000 viewers, we thought it was amazing, but we never imagined we could have so many people work out with us now. Home workout live streaming is a lucrative business in China. Douyin says in its report that the number of workout-related videos on the app surged 134% in 2021 from a year ago. The number of live streamers teaching exercises jumped by more than 39%. Home fitness needs more channels, like home terminal TVs, tablet computers, or more, to directly provide home users with more content and guidance on home fitness, whether they are young or old. So, on the one hand, more public venues and coaches are needed to provide instruction and guidance, and on the other, home terminals should offer more ways to provide services for everyone at home. There is still a lot of potential to tap into the fitness market as China has ambitions to motivate 39% of its population into regular exercise. Staying healthy doesn't just mean physical. The importance of mental health is something more and more Chinese people have come to appreciate. At the start of the pandemic in early 2020, WHO experts had already warned of an increased number of people with mental health issues. We have seen in the past that similar cases of economic uh, uh, crisis have increased the number of uh, people with mental health issues, leading to high rates of suicide, for example, due to the mental health condition or the uh, substance abuse, for example. Mental health support is now a much sought-after service in China. 
In the National Healthy China campaign that began in 2019, China pledged to provide access to treatment by 2030 to at least 80% of patients suffering from depression. A host of companies and startups have developed online counseling services or launched mobile platforms to provide mental health intervention via remote therapies such as telecounseling and online training courses. They have also used mobile apps to virtually connect help seekers with therapists. Sideline Story brings you all things sports related. The hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. Subscribe to Sideline Story Podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China and around the world. A platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Coming up next, cross-border e-commerce has quickly become one of the brightest spots in the global economy. Chinese names are taking the lead. We have the advantage of supply chain. We sit in China, we can work with the factory here. We upgrade the uh, offering, the supply chain offering, and to really target a higher end segment of the market and move the cross-border e-commerce industry to the next level. Welcome to My Stories of Chinese Characters, Season 2. I'm Uncle Han Zi. This season, we will travel to different destinations and experience the different sceneries throughout the year. This season, we will taste delicious foods. Delicious, how sure. Feel the delicacy of Chinese silk. Some people say that this is the world's first computer because each one of these is an instruction. And enjoy the local architectures. Yes, it's a big house, Chuanzhou's Wuzhou. We will feel a sense of camaraderie on the slow train. And feel the excitement of the snowfields. Yes! 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 I'm Uncle Han Zi. This season, we will take you to see a different China from the perspective of Chinese characters. Meet us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and other major podcast platforms, or on our website, radio.cgtn.com. In the eastern Chinese city of Nanjing, a fast fashion empire has emerged. Xi'an. It is currently the most downloaded app in the United States, surpassing TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter and far ahead of Amazon, too. It blows past H&M and Zara with $100 billion in value, becoming one of the most valuable startups in the world. However, despite being a global phenomenon, Xi'an is a lesser-known brand in China. The reason? It has zero presence in the Chinese market. The online platform was built to sell to overseas consumers with a vast number of product offerings at very low prices. How has Xi'an become so successful? One of the key uh, ping points we've seen uh, with a lot of uh, companies that we've been working with is actually how do you actually get the agility and the adaptability that really required um, in, in sort of uh, promoting uh, your product uh, across uh, on the on the cross-border e-commerce platforms. How do you actually um, flex your supply chain 
uh, your ability to come up with new business innovation, uh, new product and uh, brand and new value propositions to satisfy that consumer needs uh, becomes a really uh, a big challenge. From design to shipping, the firm only needs a typical five to seven days of lead time, compared with around three weeks for brands like Zara. Shein pumps out over 6,000 new items daily. But it's not just about speed. Another major ingredient of Shein's secret recipe of success is using artificial intelligence as its central engine to determine trends and predict consumer demand. When it comes to cross-border e-commerce, the e-commerce and the use of big data and also AI technology give you a lot of new opportunity. You have to test the water on consumers' preference uh, on your uh, value proposition, on your brands and products, uh, and, and use that to then guide your sales and marketing and even your supply chain uh, to, to, to come up with the products that, that they need in a timely manner. This mode of flexible production has already been picked up by some of its competitors, like Cape Click. We upgrade the uh, offering, the supply chain offering, we upgrade the brands and to really uh, target a higher-end segment of the market and uh, move the cross-border e-commerce industry to the next level. The cross-border e-commerce market is an immense blue sea. Statista predicts by 2026 that this market will be valued at more than 2.2 trillion US dollars globally, close to 3.9 times that of 2019. And in China, each year sees an increasing amount of new companies entering the market. Currently, the number stands at around 30,000. In Europe and U.S. markets, Chinese products and brands have advantages in costs. And in the Middle East, product manufacturing is not that mature and consumers have very limited choices. And Southeast Asia's e-commerce sector is weaker than China's. So China has very strong competitiveness in terms of products and e-commerce service. China's cross-border e-commerce trade totaled over $64 billion in the first quarter of this year alone. You just look at the sheer number um, of uh, sort of the mobile phones users um, and also daily um, or monthly active users of some of the um, plat digital platforms that in China, um, you know, it's, it's really unparalleled um, compared mm. to other markets in the world. And also the maturity of the infrastructure when it comes to delivery and also supply chain in terms of the capacity of manufacturing um, and in terms of uh, the policy support we just talked about. So all those are actually sort of uh, tailwinds uh, that really help further uh, grow um, the e-commerce. The, the e and also, um, to be honest, promotes the, the emergence of uh, new platforms, or new ideas, uh, sort of new business models that come, that come out and challenging um, you know, the, the, the big incumbents in the world. Gen Z is the primary demographic group that e-commerce platforms target. But to lure them into buying needs up-to-date tactics. That's where marketing comes into play. Brands run online marketing campaigns on social media platforms such as Instagram and TikTok through cooperation with KOLs or influencers. I think, uh, you know, it, it's for those influencers, they, they should be seeing as sort of one of the key stakeholders in uh, consumers uh, purchasing uh, decision or even the whole sort of um, you know consumer journey. Uh, I think the live streaming short video are actually promoting that. According to some of the latest research uh, that we have done, 
uh, among all the touch points of uh, consumers when it comes to um, considering and then buying a brand, uh, the fastest growth uh, touch points are actually the short videos and live streamings, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, this represents sort of the growth uh, of uh, consumers' attention. Short video sharing unicorns Douyin, also known as TikTok globally, and Kuaishou are also popular in the market. We observe that um, a lot of Gen Z users, they are moving to social media to get to know brands, to get information, and they are more keen to interact with brands on social media, and they trust the KOLs, the influencers' opinion. So we think that that's a very good opportunity to do branding on a new um, uh, channel, which is social media. And as, uh, as I work uh, in TikTok and as the global head of operation for TikTok e-commerce, I also saw that um, the huge success on Douyin live streaming e-commerce in China can be replicated to other countries. For example, in Southeast Asia market, we see a very rapid growth of live streaming e-commerce people selling on TikTok, they, they are doing live streaming, they post videos, they sell products in Indonesia, and now also uh, copy the business to other countries uh, like uh, Thailand, Vietnam, and also UK. And, and eventually I believe they will also do this in, in, in the US. China's cross-border e-commerce industry has had a rippling effect on brick and mortar stores in other parts of the world. In the rural Puebla state of Mexico, Nancy Mendoza runs a clothing shop which sells Shein products exclusively. Customers can buy off the rack among items she buys in bulk from Shein or pay less and wait for their online orders to arrive. Department stores in Mexico don't have a lot of variety. For example, this jacket I'm wearing. Clothing like this simply isn't available in Mexican retail and the prices are much better. Clothes shopping is expensive here, but on Shein, you can find great clothes up for 4 or $5 a piece. The head of merchant engagement for eBanks, a Latin American fintech company, Jacqueline Bartson, has worked closely on Shein and other Chinese clothiers as they enter Latin America. She says a focus on local culture has put Chinese companies ahead of the competition. They have been investing in localizing their e-commerce to the region they operate in. Shein, for example, uh, they have local uh, clothes designers hired to, pro to, to promote and to provide collections, especially for Mexicans, for example. So they are, they are investing in localizing and they are providing this very local experience for their customers. Coming up next the new ways that people entertain themselves mean big money. People are using more and more uh, smartphones, so I see the greater trend of people enjoying more like online, live kind of entertainment mm -hmm. uh, on a daily basis. A platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China-Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get an hour wavelength every week to find out what's real with China-Africa Talk. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Google Podcast, and more. We'll see you there. Quarantining at home? That doesn't mean you have to miss a concert by your favorite singer. Asian pop icon Jay Chou's online concerts went viral on social media in May, racking up a record of almost 100 million views. Many offline concerts can now be held due to the epidemic. With the popularity of mobile terminals, it had become a very common move for people to watch online concerts through mobile phones or iPads. The concert scene has been completely transformed. With media tech companies ramping up efforts to attract traffic, they have moved offline concerts online. But that's just one segment of the digital entertainment industry. People get online to enjoy all kinds of content: games, films, anime, and even literature. As the COVID-19 pandemic curbed travel and offline activities, the digital entertainment industry saw explosive growth thanks to high demand. Revenues of the global digital entertainment industry shot up to 61.8 billion U.S. dollars in 2020, a dramatic surge of 31 percent. That was much higher compared with the pre-pandemic era. Over three quarters of theatrical, home, and mobile entertainment and physical revenue is generated by digital media. Epidemic is not the only reason, but it's the most direct reason for the online entertainment now. Because of the coronavirus, the offline entertainment has been significantly cut, almost to zero. So both consumers and business are seeking for alternatives. Online entertainment is one of them. Without current epidemic, I believe an online entertainment can't grow so fast and so big in such a short time. China presents a similar picture. Reports by Analysis forecast in 2021 that the digital entertainment industry would reach almost 120 billion dollars in size. A 13.5 percent increase from the previous year. Internet giants like Alibaba, Tencent, and IGE are all active players in the market. Why has China's digital entertainment industry sustained such robust growth? The answer is technology, enabled by advanced digital technologies such as 5G, big data, and cloud computing. China has a solid foundation to boost the development of digital entertainment. To have a good online experience means smooth streaming and no network latency. According to SpeedTest, China has the third fastest mobile internet connection speeds. In addition, China, with more than 1.6 million 5G stations, is the world leader in 5G infrastructure. The massive number of digital mobile users in China poses a huge market for the industry. Data shows that 99.7% of netizens in China access the internet via their mobile phones in 2021. Every week, the average Chinese resident spends 28 and a half hours online. This is also about the greater transformation about people's style of entertainment, transforming from you know like the traditional physical places to online. Is because people are using more and more、uh, smartphones, as well as the the、uh, the health code thing is linking us every day. Basically, basically、uh, gives us a physical attachment 
to uh, the smartphone every single day. So I see the greater trend of people enjoying more like online, live kind of entertainment mm -hmm. uh, on a daily basis. However, to survive and thrive in this market is challenging. Companies are mired in fierce competition to retain subscribers and find new ones. This graphic shows the penetration rate of China's digital entertainment industry, meaning the percentage of users currently on the market. The higher it is, the smaller the potential market. There are 1.4 billion people in China and 1.1 billion are netizens. That means online video platforms have fewer potential users to develop than before. For large digital entertainment companies that already have large subscriber bases, the only way out is to innovate. And innovate non-stop. It's a market full of competitors and players and younger generations who seems to be striving for a place in this very market. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, I mean, quality is very, I mean, in this sense, we need to control right. the quality. Mm -hmm. There must be a quality check on them. ICE, China's top streaming platform, raked in nearly $27 million worth of profits in the first quarter of this year. Chief Financial Officer Wang Jun says content is key to the company's success. It's a natural result for us to doing the right things, to delivering value to our users and our shareholders. We deliver value for our users. In the first quarter of 2022, we launched multiple home-run blockbusters, including a lifelong journey, Ren which actually attracted users across the board regardless of the age group, regardless of the background. And as a result, just as you mentioned, we grow our subscriber base, which help to increase our subscription revenue as well. But is prosperity in the digital entertainment sector coming to an end? The answer is no. As metaverse has become a popular buzzword, industry leaders believe digital entertainment integrated with the metaverse will be the future trend. An immersive experience will help build a strong emotional bond between the user and the content. The more involved users get on the content, the more likely they are to pay for it. And technology upgrade has made it possible. Users will be able to enjoy immersive experiences with devices such as VR and AR. For average people, over 80% of the information were actually acquired visually and then processed by the brains. And more often than not, people will use intelligent devices to help them acquiring and processing information. So I think uh, popularity with AR and VR devices will open the age of metaverse, as we always call it, and which represents uh, billions of opportunities for both content and technology companies. The metaverse is still in its infancy. But the impact on the future is no doubt massive. It will change the way people work, entertain, travel, and social network. It will also reshape all industries and transform the landscape of global economies. The magic of the metaverse is just beginning. <laughs>